0: Excuse me, sorry, sorry. Did you say San Diego? I think you mean Slam Diego.
1: The Browns have won a playoff game. This is not a drill. This is not a joke. The Milwaukee
2: Bucks should have been wearing them Creed City jerseys. That's why they lost. Here we are. Crossover episode. That's how I'm starting it. kyle's looking around (laughs) what
1: yeah guys welcome to this mashup episode of the expansion buddies and the get back guys
2: yes
3: buddies get it
2: get back buddies this episode i like it yes
3: history in the making (laughs)
2: uh yeah here we are we're all here is there any structure when you do a crossover no it makes no sense when you do a crossover (laughs) (laughs) uh we film get get back guys we film audio and video but you guys only do audio correct for mm-hmm. the time
1: being someday we're hoping to do video as well but for the time being we're just audio
2: all right well uh for the expansion buddies uh uh audience please don't get mad if i bring up for you know audio listeners and whatnot because we've got we've got the <laughs> i tend to talk about it a lot <laughs> uh but yeah so we Uh, Jared came to me with the idea and said, what if we do a little crossover? And I texted Kyle. Kyle's like, he already asked me. I was like,
1: (laughs) I did. I asked, I did. I brought it up to Kyle first, actually.
3: (sighs) Yeah. We were in the midst of Seahawk talk. He and I are both fans and he just brought it up to me. So, but I'll still have the bragging rights that he came to me first. (laughs) I don't like it when I
2: have two people that I met and then brought together, then do things without me. It's not that's allowed. A, that's a
3: crossover on itself.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that is. That is. Uh so off air we were all talking before we do Super Bowl predictions and thoughts that we touched quickly on this uh Jared Goff stuff. Jared Goff's a lion. What? Jared Goff scooping in Detroit. I love that. <laughs> uh It's uh, funny
0: that you call it the Jared Goff stuff because I think of it as the Matt Stafford stuff. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's way better than the true.
3: It's way more interesting.
2: It very much is, but I just like saying Goff goofed. It's my favorite saying in all sports.
3: (laughs) He's going to goof over in Detroit, too. I was going to say, with
1: the Lions, you might be saying that a lot, I think.
2: (laughs) Uh, Um, So, does anyone want to start off on their overall thoughts on the trade? Expansion buddies, get back guys? Who's Uh, taking. I'll, taking I'll, I'll
1: kick us off here. Since I'm a Jared and I can speak for another Jared. uh, That's (laughs) That's how it's going to work. Fair enough. So we actually put up a a fan poll on our Twitter uh, at the expansion. BU one is where you can follow us. We put up a full uh, poll who we thought won the trade, the Rams or the lions. And of the few people that voted, most people thought the lions won. And I Don't know why, because I think the Rams won this trade hands down. I've seen what Jared Goff can and can't do because I've played him twice a year for the last few years. Uh, He's all right, but he's nothing special. I think talent-wise, if we're just talking the two quarterbacks that swapped places, the Rams won on that alone. I mean, Matt Stafford, I think, just needed a team around him and I think now that he's got one, we're really going to see what the guy's made of and see what maybe uh, we didn't see in Detroit and what the Lions wasted. But that's just kind of my two cents on it. Well, should oh, we this. go
3: Should we go over real quick on like what happened with the trade anyway? Yeah, in case Kyle, if, with the news. In case if there is anyone out there that is suddenly like, what? How did this happen? Jared Goff was traded for Matthew yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> How did I miss that? What? Uh, pretty much the... Here? pretty much the rams set away uh two first round picks and a third round pick in exchange and-, and goff as well on top of that in exchange only for uh Matt Stafford so maybe the fans that did the poll um, were thinking about like the lions and their long term future because they're in rebuilding mode picks, yeah. while the rams they are in win now mode like i think they could have had a really good chance of getting to the super bowl if not for jared goff and his uh limitations
0: the Lions have been in a rebuilding mode since Stafford got there, though. Like that The Lions being in a rebuilding mode isn't an excuse for anything. I think. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but I do think it, when they were forced, I think you look at it from look at it from the Lions' perspective, and it's like Matt Stafford is not going to get the job done in division with uh, Aaron Rodgers and Zimmerman running the Vikings. Uh, it Just with what they've done, they've had him for 12 years. They've never won a playoff game. It makes sense that they would want to ship him out with a new regime. I think they did get a good haul back for it because uh, they're not going to be competing for the next few years. And I think they see the writing on the wall that maybe Aaron's only got a couple more years. And if they can draft a guy in a couple years to to overtake for Jared Goff, I think they did good. But I also think the Rams won the trade. I think uh, as a Packers fan who has watched Matt Stafford for a little over a decade uh he is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league i think and the biggest thing that i i think people don't talk about is he has never had a play action game ever in detroit there's a crazy stat that they over his tenure about they've had he's had 12 games or 16 games total with a rusher over a hundred yards. So once per year they have a, a game where a rusher goes over a hundred yards. That's horrific. Yeah. Um especially when you look at you know when the you know the it's not like it's been all aired out, you know, throughout his entire career. Um it's not like it's Patty Mahomes. So I think that'll be huge for him and his success. And I think the Rams uh, you know, it's, it's a risky move, obviously. And I know a lot of people are just nervous about giving away two first round picks, but we saw another team give away two first round picks for a box safety and they ended up not making it to as far in the playoffs. Uh, and I'm going to, I think just because Matt Stafford, isn't that top tier quarterback that people are kind of overreacting. He's not, you know, Deshaun Watson. He's not Patty Mahomes. He's not Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. but he, I think he is more valuable than a player who is, you know, elite at a lesser important position. And so I think giving up that is totally warranted. Um, and I think they have a chance to probably be the best team in that division next year in a granted very tough division.
2: I don't think the lions, in the last decade have been rebuilding. I think they've just been, a the building was scaffolding around it for 10 years. <laughs> they're not starting over and they're not going on. They're just yeah. kind of there. It's, it's a
0: project that's been always on indefinite hiatus.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think sometimes as I'm probably, you know, I'm learning harshly and probably going to keep learning in, in Philly. Sometimes divorce is what you need. And a fresh <laughs> start is what you need. And I think Matt Stafford needs a fresh start. I think Jared Goff, Apparently needs a fresh start. You hear nothing but Goff's this great guy. He's so great in the locker room, and all of a sudden it's like ah, we we want a new quarterback. We have always wanted a new quarterback. <laughs> Forget this first round talent. I do think the Lions are in decent position. They've got players I like. I like Goff. I think Goff is. I mean, he's he's not he's never been super injured. He's never had like a, you know, it's not like Jimmy G who's feels like he's missing so many games, um, where. Uh, you know, he's there. He's durable. He's a good quarterback. He's going to have some good players around him. So I think that's, I think they're saying, Hey, he might be the guy. If not, we've got a bunch of new first round picks. We can go get the guy in a couple of years and try to build a team around him. And then the Rams are going to get in a really good vet to put with one of the best creative minds. I think they both won, but the edge goes to the Rams because they're in win now and they, uh, they're looking amazing. Their quarterbacks figured out. They seem to have pretty good running backs again, Uh, Their wide receiving core is awesome. They got a great D lineman and a great safety or corner or corner with Ramsey. So they're, they're looking good. It's still an incredibly
3: competitive division over there. So I like, I like trade. Their free agency is going to be a bit interesting. It's possible that they could lose out on a couple of players, not like well-known names, but just underrated guys that really helped build the mold of this current Rams team, especially on the defensive side. But I mean, we said that last year too, and they got better, you know? So I think that yeah. the Rams are just always in win now mode and they're always okay taking risks and train away like first round picks because they know that they have the confidence in like their drafting organization to where they can find gems uh, in later rounds that can, you know, become full-time starters and give, you know, a number one overall defense and a pretty good offense. So uh, they're just a really well-run organization that's not afraid to take take risk and i think this probably was a good way to do it like i do feel like golf was like the one thing that was holding them back at this point and i think stafford could be like that good upgrade at the position
4: and uh another uh, one reason i think a lot of people think the rams have lost this trade is because i think if you judge this trade on isolation it is it's really solid for them but it is the fact that they just have so many bad contract like the Goff contract and the Gurley contract were just such disasters that it seemed like you know they've given all of these resources to recover from it i think this individual trade is really good but i do think we should critique the fact that they gave Goff a huge deal and they gave Gurley a huge deal because if they didn't give them that big of deals then they would likely have be you know have a lot more flexibility ability in the cap to where they could go after like a Deshaun Watson instead of Matt Stafford, or they could have gone after a rookie quarterback higher in the draft and traded it up. I still liked the Stafford move for them because your defense is always going to be good when you have a good, great cornerback and probably the best defensive player of all time rushing the passer. But yeah, and, and the Lions too, they're you know they're gonna lose Kenny Galladay so Goff is gonna have like nothing Marvin Jones is getting old they've got no receivers their line's not very good they're gonna they're gonna be bad I like here. Galladay
2: now and, and
4: I he's was gone <laughs> he's a free Galladay
2: is a free agent he'll yeah. be a free agent Come he's to their way he's yeah <laughs> no I,
1: I completely agree with you uh it's gonna be really interesting to see what goff does with virtually nothing in Detroit because I think of just the games uh watching him play Seattle this last year and there were so many plays where guys like Cooper Cup made him look better than he was. I mean, there if it wasn't for Cooper Cup, theres I can count on my hand at least four third downs, crucial ones in those games that they don't get, and it could have changed the game. So, you know, I think it's Goff's true colors, so to speak, are really going to show in Detroit. And who knows, maybe he just did need a change of scenery, but he's going to need a lot of help. And I just don't see that happening with the Lions.
2: Before we go to Super Bowl, can we just say shout out to Matt Stafford going right to the front office and saying, look, I'll go anywhere, but I'm not going to New England. <laughs>
3: yeah, what, I a
2: pure, the United... what a pure stud. He doesn't want to and... see
4: his old coach.
2: No, <laughs> I think God, it's no. more than that. I think he just is like, dude, their roster stinks. Bill's not worth it. Brady. I
4: don't Why do I like, want to have fun. I want to have fun while I well, play. Yeah.
2: He played in budget
0: new England for so long. He doesn't, he knows yeah. basically what he'd be getting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: True. So should we do super bowl? I, I think so. I think well, we're of course.
2: <laughs> I want to know where the man who's got his boys in the super bowl is feeling. I'm sure he's pumped. The Buccaneers I am
0: pumped. fan. Yeah. that's. I am one of like five, I think, Buccaneers fans like in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um no, i I'm their following... fan
2: base seemed to get a lot bigger when brady showed up all oh, of a sudden man. you're gonna well, you you're got gonna, the patriots gonna, gonna fans right to
0: it huh you're really <laughs> i noticed you uh you never responded to my response to you on twitter uh excuse you know, me you were... <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah i'm busy <laughs> oh oh shoot i just spilled my drink whoops oh yeah you're you're busy that's uh I know you're. You're a teacher. Some of
2: us are busy educating the youth, not. Oh
0: slacking yeah, the team, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I noticed you were on here way before six. I mean, I, I didn't get out of the
3: school till six, so. Just, <laughs> ooh, Black maybe some of us are educating uh, outside There's of the '95.
0: <laughs> not, not the teach.
3: Is the yeah, trash yeah. talking about football or about <laughs> oh, teaching? <statues? is> <laughs> I don't know okay. what's Real going on. With it. All right. okay. I'm um, sure.
2: You're pumped, though.
0: I am. I I have been busy as well, so I haven't gotten to think about it enough i am getting monday after the super bowl off so i can go to bozeman and watch it with jared
3: nice um, my
0: superintendent actually told me he's like you know if if the vikings were in the super bowl i'd take the monday off <laughs> and i went to put in my sub form which jared shared on twitter but um
4: too I, bad I your boss us, is never gonna be able to realize that yeah, well, being a vikings, <laughs> man.
0: I, I i try not to say that kind of stuff but I like keeping my job, <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> enough, but I, I turned in my sub form and I just see him lean out of the office. Go, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was like, Oh yeah, I have support. Nice. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm super pumped. I'm trying to not get overly excited though. Cause you know, I feel like that's just a recipe for disaster. Um, but that's yeah. pretty hard to not be overly excited as Alex, I'm sure. And everybody knows.
2: How confident are you that they can pull out the win? I mean, they're playing playing the Chiefs.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're my team, man. I'm 100% confident they can win. There you go. I'm not going to say they are going to win. The Chiefs are a great team. They were last year. They are this year. Um, but when we played them earlier this season, we lost by
2: like uh, three points, I think. Three or four points. It was, it was very close. So,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Kyle, don't there you go, him. You Nick <laughs> and I have sat here. All season and listen to you complain about how all they I mean, they could win. This team's gonna beat Seattle. It's I'm it's possible. I, no confidence from you, sir. See, hey, I mean, you Kyle it. Kyle
0: understands like the team can beat Seattle. He doesn't believe in his heart as hearts that they will beat Seattle, but they can well, I
4: mean, that's also because Seattle wasn't nearly as good as the Bucs. It's true. <laughs> it's true.
2: It is true. I just love attacking. <laughs> What's so, everybody else thinking then? Um, I,
1: I'm hoping this game is gonna be better than my initial thoughts tell me it's gonna be. I could see. I don't. I don't want say a blowout. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. Uh, I feel like blowouts in the Super Bowl are pretty rare, even though I've been on the right side of one. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it. I see this being a game that could be like within three points. Up until maybe like the end of the third quarter. And then I feel like that's when Patrick Mahomes does some Patrick Mahomes magic and kind of puts it away for the Chiefs, kind of like they did. Well, I guess they had to make the comeback last year against the 49ers, but I see this being a really good game. And then in the fourth quarter, I can see uh, the Chiefs just kind of asserting themselves. That's just kind of how I see it playing out, though. Kyle or Nick? Yeah. Yeah, hey, I
4: can go ahead. I can go with. Uh, I just kind of want to lay out the two most important things that I think <clears throat> are going into this game because I do think that these were two of the most stacked rosters in the NFL. And like objectively, if you look at the rosters, they're both very close. The Bucks have a ton of wide receivers. They have a great offensive line. I'm not sold on their running backs, but they're good enough in a passing league. Um, and they have a great run defense. And the Chiefs also both great rosters and I think both pretty close rosters outside of the, the advantage of current Patty Mahomes. But I think the two key differences is going to be specific matchups that go well for the chiefs and coaching. Uh, I think unlike the the bucks matched up really well against my pack last week because Matt LaFleur's whole scheme is he needs to get the running game going to get play action to get things to go because the only receiver who can beat someone one-on-one is Devonte Adams. And even though we, they, the offense played okay that that's a real you know key focus that um the Bucs could hone in on and the Bucks get great edge pressure and Aaron Rodgers relies a lot more on his offensive line than Patty Mahomes does um and so Pat the Chiefs don't really rely on the run at all and actually a lot of their running game is their short passing game to, to Travis Kelsey and Patty Mahomes does not relying on his offensive line as much as Aaron Rodgers does I think that's a really big difference and then I think uh, the coaching difference and I've talked about this a lot on our podcast uh, I think the coaching difference is pretty monumental here and the Bucks beat the Packers on some you know fluky things outside of it even though their coach I think did a really bad second half and allowed Brady to throw three picks deep down the field, which was just kind of unreal to me. Um, I, I just don't think Bruce Aaron's a very good play caller coach might not be the right. I don't think he's very good play caller. I think he's good at getting his players fired up for sure. Um, and so I think Andy Reid's command of, of calling unbelievable plays. I mean, the, he, even though he let Chad Henney through a really bad pick, he let, shocked the whole world when they beat the Browns with Chad Henney with that fourth down conversion. He is an incredible play caller. He understands how important the passing game is. I think the chiefs probably win by double digits. If things go normal, I think the way the bucks win is probably Patty Mahomes. Patty has to have his worst game of his career as a starter for them to lose fighting words. Yeah. (laughs) But I also think this chiefs team has a chance to go down as one of the best teams in the Dude. history of the league. I don't Justin, think I you have uh, to fight
0: this man. I, I see. I don't think I was properly prepared for this podcast. Uh, we <laughs> talk, like BS, I didn't know I was supposed to have like information to back up my
2: claims. That's <laughs> what Nick does every show. Nick, I yeah, bring come the in. info, I bring the entertainment. So, yeah, yeah. um, good luck. No, you raised some really good points. Um, and
0: we can't play the Chiefs like we played Green Bay last week, which I thought that was a good game. Um, definitely I I feel kind of bad for Green Bay because I I question as I'm sure you've heard Nick like you know the the field goal call especially yeah and I the refs it were too. <laughs> not the greatest so I feel bad in that regard I'm happy we won but I wish it hadn't
4: yeah, it was kind, of, it was of, kind of an odd game, like the weird, you know, we had a bad fumble in the halftime conversion, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. But when you look at kind of the big plays that you guys made in that game, it's the Mike Evans and Scotty Miller both beat Kevin King one-on-one for a big catch. And yeah. then Chris Godwin went up, made a, a really big catch. And it's like, I think if, if the Chiefs, you know, I just think it, they're less likely to make some of the dumb mistakes that the Packers did.
0: Yeah, um, and I think right now what we've got – And the the thing I'm thinking of is we've done really good this this season, this postseason on getting our edge rush in, like you were saying. And that's great for playing, you know, quarterbacks that need to stay in the pocket, kind of like Aaron Rodgers. But Patrick Mahomes is an incredibly mobile quarterback. So while that's a strength, usually I don't know that it's going to be a strength against them so much unless we can get to Patrick Mahomes and get him on the ground a bunch. That's gonna be where we can kind of change that up. But you you've got valid points. Like I got can't say that's not going to happen it's unless we play like we do in the first half of most games where we get three or four touchdowns like if we play like that both halves you know we can keep it in an offensive shootout but as we as we've been playing right now like you said you know we play great first half and then tom barry throws three picks because we get too aggressive
3: uh you mentioning about the Edge rushers t- possibly taking down Patrick Mahomes makes me wonder about the left tackle situation of the Chiefs because I believe Eric Fisher is going to be out this game. I can't mm-hmm. recall his injury, but I believe like uh, he still is going to be out, unfortunately. So I, after seeing what they, uh, your edge rushers did, Justin, with uh, Aaron Rodgers and the backup tackles that they had to deal with, I almost wonder if, despite Patrick's mobility, if there's going to be a way to where uh, they can kind of expose that O-line and that side to a degree. And that could really be something that I guess that um, could be, you know, no pun intended, the edge for you guys to be able to win this game. Uh, so th- that's like one of the things I'm going to be keeping my eye out for. And I, I'm not sure if you were thinking that too or not, but uh, do you just have the confidence in your edge rushers or do you, yeah. are you just still nervous about his mobility? I am nervous about the
0: mobility, but I am confident in our edge rushers. We've got, you know, the same you know, that same D line that we had last year. So they've had now two years to play together, get to know each other. Yeah. Um. And we do have Vita Vea back now, which he went Big out time. early in. And he's just, he is such an incredible, you know, player that we got. He's an incredible defensive talent. Takes but up with, the whole field. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, there's nothing going on when he's there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, our defense has just gotten so much better with, you know like their draft picks like Vita Vea and shit or um, Devin White and then coupled mm-hmm. with our you know our free agent signings of uh Shaquille Barrett who I I think Denver's just a fool for letting go last year. Um I think they made a huge mistake letting him go. Yeah. Um Shaquille Barrett uh, now that he's finally healthy enough to play um, I'm blanking on names. JPP? Yeah, JPP, thank you.
3: Yeah, no problem. Um Sue so-
0: Sue, yeah, and Sue's yeah. been playing some of the, you know, some some of the greatest football of his career right now, I think. Nice. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm just naming
3: players, I feel like now. Well, I mean, it's just, you know, that D-line has what it takes. It's just, you know, how long it's our, can it's that... our
0: It's our cornerbacks that are the issue right now, but
3: – Yeah, that – yeah, and Patty, you know, if he has enough time, like, he could be able to unleash and take yeah. advantage of those corners. So you really just have to make sure – Especially on the left side of their own line to take advantage of it, and I think that could really be what sways the game. But I still kind of lean with the Chiefs personally.
0: Yeah, I I didn't figure that there was going to be anybody besides me really leaning the box <laughs> coming into this. Yeah, yeah, Alex, Alex, open hostility, and I apologize earlier, Alex. I shouldn't have been making fun of yeah, you. I myself.
2: think you should have been. More cruel,
4: yeah. more cruel. Oh, I Harsher. see. I see. Did I you see, see
2: the Eagles this year? You know the <laughs> stuff I deserve.
4: The Eagles are trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: that's cool that Aaron Rodgers has the same amount of Super Bowls as Nick Foles.
1: Hey, stop <laughs> um, at me.
4: He's a bear the now. Russ does
1: too. So uh, okay, we didn't do. Kyle and I didn't say anything.
2: You <laughs> um, didn't have the to Seahawks play. always deserve Justin, hate. Justin, I'm going to tell you this: if you win, I will be happy for every single player on that team. Except for Gronk and Brady, oh, I thought you were just gonna say Tom Brady, but man, you know, like I don't like Gronk either. I think oh, Gronk man. is obnoxious.
1: Now, Alex, I gotta frat, ask: is this, is this actual Gronk and Brady hate, or is this residual Patriot hate? That's what I want to know. Both. Yes.
2: I think uh, <laughs> I, I'm just over Gronk's frat guy persona. I mean, it's probably it probably really is just him. But like it just drives me nuts. It was so nice having him out of the league for a couple of years. And then him just coming back, just it's just obnoxious. Uh, and I I'm gonna talk all the greatness about Brady when I'm so much older and talk about man, I watched this quarterback do all these incredible things. Man, I hated it. Uh, God, I'm it just annoying. over it. And that this is the biggest everything I've heard about the rosters and everything and the the way they play and all that. I completely agree with. But here's the thing that that gets me. I think Patty going into this game is saying to himself, I can be better than Brady. I'm going to and I'm going to show with my probably one opportunity to really prove it. It's one thing in the regular season, but play him in a Super Bowl with a stacked roster, doesn't matter if there's no bill. It's I'm going to show them that, look, you both can't win without each other. I'm here. I'm the reason you're going to lose because Andy and I are going to go down greater than the two of you ever did. And I think – I don't think last year was the start, really. I think this year with the chip on their shoulders. And I think Andy – has was the same thing. I think as Andy lost to Brady and uh, Bill together in New England in 04. I think he's saying, I'm going to show you that if you two aren't with each other, that there's no way you're beating me. Not even close. And I think they both have just this huge chip on their shoulder, and they're going to go play maybe one of the greatest games of football we've ever seen. And it might be Andy biased because I love Andy Reid so much. But um, – <laughs> Yeah, but this I, does have – I think it could be a close game. But I – I think those chiefs are tough to beat. And every time I watch them, I'm like, man, the bills have a real shot to beat them. And then the bills look like pee wee football out against them. The bills look great up until then.
4: This game does have some insane legacy because if Tom wins, he basically makes it almost impossible for Patty to ever come back. And unless Patty, you know, it, has out exceeds what he does and is able to win you know six more championships but if patty wins his second in three years as a starter beats tom brady and then tom brady is left with six that that could be attainable depending on we'll see in the next few years if that if that is the case but with how long quarterbacks are playing it really it could see if tom brady can say no patty's probably never going to catch me unless he does unbelievable things or if it's realistic uh which is super interesting and i think i obviously i do hope it's a good game just because i want to watch good football and i think there is yeah. a chance to i mean if it comes down to the last drive and the bucks end up having the ball i think they are probably going to win the game because tom brady can get it done with those receivers uh, especially with him making the play calls i'm just not sure if if uh he will get that opportunity.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm gonna. The feeling I get about this game, the X's and O's of it, is the same thing I said on our show a couple weeks ago before Tampa Bay played New Orleans in the divisional round, and I said this is gonna be a game where if Tampa is gonna win, it is gonna come down to guys that are not Mike Evans, that are not gronk that are not even brady necessarily i mean i'm talking your scotty millers of the world this is going to be a big x-factor game for tampa bay i feel like and that's what it turned out to be uh justin i can't remember the guy's name but the made that one incredible catch against new orleans johnson tyler johnson yeah, yeah tyler johnson for minnesota
3: rookie right? that's yeah, backers yeah. gonna
1: have him mm. yeah those are going to be the guys that have <laughs> no. to step up in this game I think if uh, if you guys are gonna have a chance of beating the Chiefs, I kind of get that same feeling I got yeah. uh, that I had against the Saints and Drew Brees. Yeah, those we've got some of those guys
0: that don't always get their shot. You know, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, that they've been coming out and they've got ice in their veins right now uh, throughout this postseason. You know, when we've had Chris Godwin making some big drops, um, which that I want to talk about that later, actually, because I want to rebut Alex on some stuff, but all right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but with, with some of our kind of star players that have had, you know, some drops or maybe aren't gelling quite like we thought they might over this year, you know, those guys have been coming up clutch. And I, I agree. That's, you know, that's, that's something that you can't always game plan for is is those backups or those guys that don't get the starts. And we've seen it now in, just about every postseason game with the Bucks so far, you have you know mostly Scotty Miller, but just come out and have some <laughs> stupid insane touchdown because he's not being covered properly, or someone's like, Yeah, they're not gonna go for him, or I don't
3: know. I don't is know, that right, I- Nick?
0: You're shaking yeah, your head
3: there.
4: Kevin King. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Uh, I want these rebuttals. So, oh, okay, so what I wanna so what I want to talk about is. You were, you know what? Let me pull up the tweet here real quick.
2: Justin, I will oh. be happy if they win for for you, sir. <laughs> also Let's just keep that you. in mind. <laughs> real
4: quick about like side players. Uh, I'm pretty sure Sammy Watkins is going to end up playing, which it's pretty big time because he had a, he roasted Richard Sherman in the Super Bowl last year. And and if the Bucks struggle with, if if uh, any quarterback has time down the field passes, you add Sammy Watkins to, to Tyreek. Scary.
0: Is so, Alex. First of all, I want to say, loved the Eagles Super Bowl against the Patriots. Thank you. Loved watching, Thank loved you. watching that game. Great game. I dude. did a lot.
2: I did a lot. Yeah, I know. I did.
0: Um, I know. Really loved that Super Bowl. Honestly, so. probably my favorite Super Bowl I've ever watched.
2: I wasn't sure what tweet you were going to read, and then you started talking about the Eagles. And I suddenly remembered what tweet you're going to read.
4: <laughs> I have no so, idea.
0: What I want to talk about though is your tweet. This was. This was a few days ago, and by a few days I mean a couple of weeks.
4: Game.
2: Oh, was it?
0: Yeah, it was uh, right after the pack. We played the Packers. Um, Tom Brady didn't go to
4: talking this. About that. I'm sorry. Um, oh, they played I, that game from minus. West Conference. So Tom Brady
0: didn't go to this horrible team and lift them up. He went to a stacked <laughs> roster to get them to get him there. Mm-hmm. The refs calling that so late mm-hmm. after not calling all that day is BS. Mm-hmm. I hope the AFC winner dominates. So again, I do. I, I've said what I say. What I've said about the refs, I think the the refs were kind of crap, but I digress. Um, and I I'm not here to talk about that game. I'm here to talk about Super Bowl and Tom Brady, because what I want to say, and if you'd ever actually responded to me, that would have been great. But you know, I'm sorry. Just saying. Um, this is this is you know me asking if you wanted to go see Spider Man Homecoming all over again. Said, hey man, I'm gonna be in Dallas, You want to see Spider Man? And you're like, yeah, sure. Then I got there, and you're like, nothing, radio silence. But I digress. Call They're calling them I don't out.
4: They're calling him out.
0: remember that. Anyway.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: But anyway, so what I want to say is we have more or less the same team that we had last year, with one big exception being the quarterback. Last year, we had this guy right here, Jameis Winston. And this year, we've got Tom Brady. And you can also look at that we brought in Gronk and um, Antonio Brown later in the season. But even before we brought in Antonio Brown, we have done so much better this year with... Did you just reply to me? I did. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'll look at it later. (laughs) Live on the air. (laughs) But we, we brought in... Tom Brady. And even with, you know, mostly the same receivers that James Winston was working with, we were doing so much better and you cannot like Brady. That's fine. You don't have to like him. I didn't really care for him all that much until he came. And I kind of was like, okay, I kind of understand it now, but (laughs) I really don't believe that he came to get himself back to the Super bowl. He came and he is getting the team back or getting a team back to the Super Bowl. he is getting the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl. Um, Because at the end of the day, also, football is a team game. They can't do it alone. I agree with you. But he has turned around so much of our – him and – or, uh, yeah, Bruce Arians also have turned around our culture so much in Tampa Bay. And I know that's like a big, oh, we have a really great culture here. But (laughs) before, you know, it was – Oh, we only got four minutes left, boys. I should we'll be up. all right. You you finish up. But Brady has come in and he has shown a lot better leadership. Um, you know he we we've seen him like talking to Chris Godwin after big drops. You know, still throwing the ball to him and um, giving him chances where we all we don't always see that with quarterbacks. If the, so, we've seen quarterbacks that I will not name after like a receiver makes a bad drop. They're like mm, not throwing to him for the rest of the game. Um, so. I, I, I understand, and I respect you. But I think the Brady <laughs> hate goes a little, little far, and I think it is a direct shot at the Buccaneers, saying that he went to the stacked roster just to get himself back to the Super Bowl win. You know, he he couldn't do it alone; they couldn't do it alone because they tried with another quarterback, and it didn't work. So
2: my tweet was actually directed at the media is what I was fired up about oh, why I tweeted I see, it. Oh, I
0: see, I see, I uh, see.
2: Because the media, I remember, and I put this in our chat, uh, Nick and Kyle, I don't know if you read it, but I just felt when the game ended, it was Brady, 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 Brady. It was all Brady. It was all Brady, all Brady. And I am agreeing with you. You have a great roster. It was the fact that Chris Godwin and Miller played out of their – Minds. I mean, they did amazing football to have Gronk. And I do think he went to a better roster. I mean, he didn't go to Jacksonville. Well, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna argue. He
0: he came to a place where he finally had or finally, but had receivers to throw to. He had weapons. Yeah, he
2: he had a real it's a real team. I don't blame him for going. I would have done the same thing in his position. But I felt that the media was putting Brady on this massive pedestal of just God status in the football world. It was like calm down a little bit. He went to a good, a good team. Like he went to a solid roster, a very good roster, yeah. and elevated them where Jameis Winston couldn't because Jameis isn't very good. Uh, it's just the way I Pulled had. It, and it well, does, no.
4: <laughs> it does on. read fiery,
2: but I was pretty upset at the at the ref calls just yeah. in general. It didn't really I... matter who won; it was a ref thing for me.
4: How I view it is like. Tom Brady, I think did help turn the culture around and just his like kind of winning attitude, obviously just like what was said er- earlier today about Danny Amendola, the Patriot way is, is not the Patriot way. It's the Tom Brady way. And that's what it is. But also I do think that the game though, you know, Tom Brady wasn't the reason you guys beat the Packers. Cause he did throw three bad picks and Bruce Arians. I think his play calling was a big part of it. Um, so in that individual game, but you don't get to that game without Tom Brady's leadership Absolutely beforehand. It.
0: Okay. I I, I I, am sorry, Alex. Next time I see you, I will.
4: Yes, sir, you are fine.
2: Justin, I'm sorry I hurt you. <laughs> and I feel a deep, deep regret. <laughs> and I okay. will cry over this. Justin's like, uh, do you though?
3: <laughs> no, I want the bucks.
2: I'm sorry I don't.
3: But if the right. Bucks win, we will be happy for you. But we will be annoyed that. at Brady.
2: <laughs> so we know Justin's taking the Bucks. Uh, actually, and Nick and I are taking the Chiefs. What about you two?
1: So actually, Justin, at least last week, refused to make an official prediction because he doesn't want to anger the football gods. So anger it. him! anger them. I, uh, I don't
4: Mm-mm.
1: think you're going to get him to. I think four of us are going to give a prediction, but I don't think he is. So let's well, not... mess it all up. <laughs>
2: I think Uh, the Chiefs will win. I think it's possible the Bucks can win. I do see that happening, or possibly happening. But I think I think the Chiefs will win. Uh, I say we predict and do a score, and we'll just see how Justin squirms where he's leaning.
4: I got one. I got my score. I think it's
2: gonna go Chiefs twenty-eight, Bucks fourteen.
4: Whoa! I'm I'm gonna go Chiefs thirty-eight, Bucks twenty-seven.
2: Whoa! Okay.
4: Pure um, offense. I, Every down is a passing down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it a little lower scoring. I'm gonna go Chiefs twenty four, Bucks thirteen. Oh, Tom yeah. Brady's not doing anything for, apparently
4: between you two. I'm
3: gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give Brady Touchdowns. some credit. I'm gonna give Brady some credit here. I'm gonna think that the Chiefs win. I'll say they win 35 points, and I say for the Bucks they'll have 28. I think it'll come down to a touchdown.
2: What did you say for Bucks?
3: 28.
2: All right, you what did you say for Chiefs then?
3: 35. Were you paid? So,
2: I,
4: so, I right? <laughs> so Kyle and I are in the same ballpark, and Alex and Jared are in the same ballpark. Okay, but thinking. I feel like Bruce are, Arians is trash.
1: You got to talk me out of it now. I feel like I need to make it a little <laughs> higher scoring now. Am I allowed to change it? Or am I am just I- don't, it? don't no, it's it.
2: Patty it's not long. scoring 20 or more points. I just don't see that not happening. But yeah, I can I... see Brady not scoring 20 points. You know what? I'll go 17. I'll give you a field goal. It's bold. Let's make it 16. Bucks got we'll to get enough... another start the we'll game. A smooth... Ooh, That'd be
4: exciting. Let's get a smooth Brady... six to three game.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> not... the
2: old oh, no. Seahawk Niner. Uh, back in the Seahawk Niner days of the Legion of Boom. it's just every Seattle game
3: right oh. there. Brady is so gonna surprise everyone and pull out a win, isn't he? It's gonna be a Falcon situation all over again. It now would I... be cool if God, if it's gonna be it's gonna a
2: great game. I hope it's more like Patriots Eagles. Like I'd love just an yeah. absolute monster
4: shootout. Yeah, where it's, awesome. you know, more light
2: massively light high scoring, because crazy I offensive think plays. Fun plays. Yeah. I think yeah. the
4: Chiefs are gonna give up some plays to the amazing receivers and the the bucks love to take shots so they're gonna get some successful plays but i just think that they're gonna make a few too many mistakes where the chiefs are gonna be able to score a ton all of
2: right
4: points. i'll go 21 30, 30. final <laughs> offer all <laughs> right final, final <laughs> final up deal. It. i'm gonna
2: <laughs> up, i'm gonna up mine
1: too i'm gonna say 31 to 20 how's that
4: also for just all another right, straight 40. shot <laughs> The reason that it's not going to be like the Falcons game is because Dan Quinn isn't there and he loves to lose to the, (laughs) to the Patriot, to Tom Brady and odd ways, you know,
2: I do like Todd Bowles would have been happy if Philly hired him. They didn't, but I would have been very happy with it. I like I like Todd Bowles.
0: Yeah. I would have liked Todd Bowles for Philly. I think he would have been good there. I
2: actually wonder if he was actually a choice over Nick, but they didn't want to wait till after a super bowl, but you never oh, know. I guess you, you wait for your guy. If you think it's your guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's I I'm, I'm excited for, at least on our show, we're going to talk a lot about the coaching hires. We haven't really gotten a chance, but I'm excited too. Cause I think there's been some really interesting ones this year for
4: sure. Let's yeah. Defensive coordinator. Cause they might.
2: <laughs> well, you're welcome to any other rejects we fired.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going after them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh is there anything else is this is this i don't know who ends the show is the crossover (laughs) i mean
1: justin and we we have our catchphrase and we close out so
4: please wait here before before we get the catchphrase before we get the catchphrase do you guys think in a year from now we're gonna see a a conference nfc conference championship game repping maddie stafford and jared goff Lions Rams to go to the Super oh, Bowl. Oh man, that'd be, that'd be way <laughs> if, if the Lions Ortiz? go to the
2: Super Bowl with Goff and they don't goof that up somehow. But could you? Could I you,
4: you imagine Rams personally... Rams Lions NFC Championship? Wait,
1: so are you saying oh, blue?
4: Are you saying they play each other next year yeah.
1: in their future at all? next well oh.
4: let's let's say next year you think it's happening not next year i don't <laughs> <laughs> not next year i think I'm the rams might be there the rams I Rams think. are going to be there waiting <laughs>
2: rams are going <laughs> <laughs> to be waiting all year for golf to finally stop goofing
3: it's yeah, going to be in their in favor there. this time
1: lions need yeah. baby steps they need to look at like a wild card birth before they even think about an nfc championship yeah.
3: bring uh, back kenny longer. galladay then we'll talk <laughs> <laughs>
2: Please, I, we would love our show to end with your guys' catchphrase. We don't have an ending. All right. It's, well, uh, it's always a mess. We would like to thank
1: <laughs> our listeners and your listeners for tuning into this very special episode
3: yeah. of the
1: Get Back Guys and the Expansion Buddies, the Get Back Buddies as we were tonight. Uh, thank you all for listening wherever you listen from. You can find Justin and I on itunes spotify google Podcasts. be sure to follow us on twitter at the expansion bu1 be sure to check these guys out at the get back guys you can find them on youtube also uh i think that's about all we've got so from all five of us here never forget
0: party like it's
3: 1976 hey